1: to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour and I'm your host. I'm Sam Nicholas and I'll be with you for the next hour. Sorry for the late arrival. <laughs> Just before we went on the program my uh, cell phone uh, started to ring and I had to shut it off. Uh, I guess I will get that call later on after the show. Well anyway again you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host Sam Nicholas. This is a live program and we are here in studio and it is our hope and our desire uh, that you'll give us the honor tonight to pray with you, to pray for you. So, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know whatever's going on in your life that needs the attention of God, that you just want to get before the Lord, you want to get before His throne, you know, and just and just bring the situation to to the Lord. Just bring the situation. You know, the Bible says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, with a grateful heart." Make your request known unto God, and the peace of God will guard your heart. You know, that is so important because we need to bring our situation. You know, God wants us to bring everything. In everything, he says, pray. You know, everything means everything, in all things, in everything. Whatever is going on in your life, God wants you to pray and ask him and turn to him and seek to him for help. You know, the uh, Hebrews 4.14 says, in time in need. You know, we're going to find whenever we come before the Lord in confidence, knowing that he hears us, knowing that we can pray according to his will. It says, "We come to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help." He's going to help. He's going to help you. He's going to help you in your time of need, but you have to call upon him. You have to call upon the name of Jesus. You know, the Bible says that all who call upon the name of Christ, all who call upon the name of Jesus shall be saved. If you need salvation, if you want to be saved, if you want to just come before the Lord and confess your sins, if you want to confess you're a sinner, if you know that that, that it's time for you to give your life to Christ... He says, come to his throne of grace and you'll find help in time of need. If there's a situation in your life, if there's sickness or disease or something going on in your life that you want to bring before the Lord, if you're having financial problems or, you know, so many people are looking for a place to stay, a house to rent, uh, uh, an apartment. People are out on the street homeless. If you need prayer for whatever is going on in your life, I encourage you to call in tonight Let's come before the throne of grace. Let's come before his throne of grace, of mercy, in a time of need. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the life on your calls. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls, if you want to get before the Lord tonight, if you need need help praying, don't let that phone keep you from the throne of God. Don't let that phone keep you from... Pick up the phone. You know, sometimes that that receiver is like 50. It's so, so hard to make that phone call and say, I need prayer. We all need prayer. We all need help. We all have a situation or something we need to bring before the Lord. So I encourage you to pick up that phone. It's not that heavy. That phone doesn't weigh 50 pounds. That receiver doesn't weigh 50 pounds. You can pick that phone up and you can make a phone call and say, Sammy, let's pray for this. Let's pray for this person. You know, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to stand in that gap. You know, put put yourself in that gap in prayer for that person that you know who needs prayer. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888 Nine nine five 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 two. And speaking of prayer, you know, I just remember we did we haven't prayed yet that the Lord would just take over this program. So Father, I just come before you. And I thank you, Lord, for this hour. I thank you for this hour that you've given us, Lord, that we can come before your throne of grace and that we can seek you in prayer, that we can seek you in your word. And I thank you for each and every listener tonight, Lord. Lord, those who listen every week and those who are just joining us tonight for the first time, Father, this this is a divine appointment for everyone who's listening, Lord. For everyone who's listening to my voice right now, Lord, this could be a divine appointment to find the time that they need to pray, to find the time that they need to be in your word. I just pray, Lord, for each and every listener that there would be a special blessing, Lord. Holy Spirit, take over. In Jesus' name, lead us and guide us, Father, for this next hour. In Jesus' name. Amen. So again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host. I'm Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, uh, answering questions about the Bible. You know, I haven't mentioned it yet, but if you have a question about the Bible, if you have a question about Christianity, I encourage you to call in tonight with your questions about uh, uh, the Bible, Christianity, the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever's on your mind tonight. If there's a topic that you want to bring up and discuss, a Christian topic, I encourage you to call in. The number is eight eight eight. 995 5552 that's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls, if you have a testimony, a praise report, something you want to share with us about the Lord's done in your life this week, this month, if you have a Bible question, something you want to ask about Christianity, about doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, you can call in tonight and ask your, your question, you can call in tonight with your prayer request, if you need prayer If you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. You know, we also have a prayer meeting. Uh, We get together every Friday night for prayer, uh, for worship. Uh, it's 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 at 8 p.m. every Friday night. So I encourage you come out, you know, come out and visit, come out and and spend your Friday nights with us, uh, getting before the Lord in prayer, getting before the Lord in worship, getting before the Lord, you know, in His Word. So I encourage you Friday nights. Yeah, I know it's a, it's a week away, but you can mark your calendar, uh, set something on your on your set an alarm on your on your on your cell phone on your smartphone. And 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 make it a point to come out and be with us for Friday nights uh, for a prayer meeting, a worship meeting that we get together and just we, we just worship the Lord. We get together and pray. You know, there's so many things we need to pray about. So many things we need to bring before the Lord, and it gives us the opportunity just to spend time in fellowship with Him and with each other. So I encourage you to come out Friday night uh, to L.A. Gypsy Church uh, in Arcadia, and you can. The address is eight oh five north first avenue that's 805 north first avenue in the city of arcadia friday nights every friday night we were just together last night in fact we were together for prayer and worship so next friday we'll be together again and we'll be praying and seeking the lord and worship and it's 805 north first avenue that's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's so easy to get to. You know, just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia area, and you get off at San Diego Avenue, go north one block to Foothill Boulevard, make a right turn, and then you go one more block to 1st Avenue, you make another right turn, and you'll see us right in the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, Friday nights at 8 p.m., so if you're in the area, or you have to drive a little bit, you know, come on out and visit. Be with us for worship, for prayer, for the Word. We're in uh, First Corinthians. We're studying uh, book by I'm sorry, chapter by chapter, and verse by verse. We're going through the book of First Corinthians, and uh, next week we'll be in uh, the tenth chapter. So I encourage you to come out and study the Word of God with us and be with us in prayer at 805 North First Avenue, City of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 p.m. Also, uh, I'd like to uh, encourage you to visit us on on the KKLA podcast page. You know, if you've missed the program or you'd like to share this program with somebody and let somebody listen to uh, a previous program, you can visit us at uh, kkla.com, and we're on the podcast page. Just look for the Gypsy Christian Hour on the KKLA podcast page. A good way to, to get to it, is to download the kkla app it's a free app for your smartphone for your ipad uh, just download the kkla app it's it's, it's completely free uh, go to your google play or itunes store and you can download it for free and you'll be able to listen to kkla programs live or go to the podcast page Check on uh, station events, community events. Everything is going on here at KKLA. You'll be able, you'll have access to, if you download the free KKLA app. So get the app and then visit us on podcast. You can share it with somebody and let them know about the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, also, if the Lord uh, would put it on your heart, I, I would ask you to pray about helping us uh, stay on the re- stay on the air here at KKLA. Uh, with your financial donations. You know, uh, I encourage you to tithe to your church. But anything, you know, wherever you go to church, wherever you're getting fed the Word of God, that's where you, that's where you give your tithes. But if there's something you want to give above and beyond uh, your tithes, I would ask if you would pray, and if the Lord would put it on your heart, to help us stay on the on the radio here. Uh, we'd uh, love to hear from you. You can make your check of money out to the Gypsy Christian Hour and send it in to P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. And the zip code is 91109. And if you didn't get the address, that's okay. Get a pencil ready and uh, Rolhi will give it to you again before we go off the air. So again, uh, pray. I would ask you to pray. Keep us in prayer that the Lord would keep using this program as he has for the last 31 years we've been on the air. So uh, pray for us and also ask the Lord if he would have you help us stay on the air with a, a love offering, a donation uh, to keep us on the, pro, on the radio here because every dollar you give goes directly to keeping us on KKLA uh, right here at 99.5 FM. So pray about that. Uh, don't forget to download the app. Get on, uh, visit us on podcast and come out to the prayer meeting on Fridays. So, with that, we're going to go to our first caller. We have some prayer requests. And if you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests. If you need prayer, or if you want to pray for a friend or relative or somebody that's on your heart tonight, Call in if you have a Bible question, something you want to ask about Christianity, the Bible, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religions. Call in tonight with your Bible questions at 888-995-5552. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Ann. Hi, Ann. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight?
2: Oh, yes. Hi. Thank you. Excuse me. Um, Yes, um, I... um there's a number of things I need prayer for, but I guess maybe what the primary thing might be my relationship with the Lord be, to get uh, answers for prayer, because I feel that um, I've been trying to pray for these things that are crucial and I haven't yet received the answers and I'm kind of desperate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, yeah, I went through an abusive situation where uh and my motor motorhome, uh, where I was living, was stolen from me by my ex, and I was kicked out into a van to live in. So I'm I've been praying for a home, and and then I got hit by a drunk driver, and the insurance money was stolen. Oh so God. i was praying for a car and my uh, uh, as well as a home. So I'm very uh, and I'm actually believing I've been praying. For this to turn around, to actually have donations from the insurance company uh, instead of just trying to repay me for my car, to actually donate so that I could help people who are in motorhomes and cars as well, you know, uh, with a, uh, you know, get them get them in a, you know, like mm-hmm. a, rec, a recreational park and stuff like that. It will help me as well as them. So, um, well, let's
1: please. let's pray, yeah. Father, we thank you. We praise you and we worship you because, Father, your word tells us that you're not slow about your promises, that you keep your promises, that you keep your word, that you honor your word even above your name, Lord. So you tell us, Lord, you've told us to be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, with a grateful heart to make our request known unto you, Lord. And every prayer, Lord, gets answered, maybe not in the time that we want it. Lord, but according to your timing, according to your perfect will, you answer every prayer. And I know, Father, that you will answer Anne's prayer, Father, as she seeks you, as she desires you in her relationship with you, Lord. I pray that you would strengthen her, that you would encourage her, that you would give her that peace in her heart, Lord, to know that your word is true, that your promises are true, and that you hear us, Lord. Again, your word says this is the confidence we can have before him. We can have confidence before you that we know that when we pray according to your will, Lord, you hear us. And if you hear us, we have the requests that we ask from you. So, Father, I know that you hear and Lord. You hear her requests, Lord, as long as we pray according to your will. And, Lord, there is no greater prayer than to pray, let thy will be done. Thy will be done. Lord, just as it's done in heaven, let your will be done here in our lives, in this world, Lord, in Anne's life, let your perfect will be done. Lord, I pray, Lord, for every need that she has, Lord. I thank you for keeping her safe through that accident, Lord. And I pray that you would heal her totally and completely from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would that she would enjoy perfect health and vitality, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for her situation, Lord, with the motorhome and with the, the stolen money. I pray, Father, that you will work all things together for good for Anne, who loves you and is called according to your purpose. Lord, again we say, let thy perfect will be done and accomplished according to your time, Lord. Give Anne patience, and Lord, give her encouragement to know that you're near. You're never far. Lord, you're, you hear her prayers, and you are attentive to her needs. And I just pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be manifest according to your time and your will, in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Well, God bless you, Anne. God Thanks for calling you. in. God bless. Thank you. And if you like prayer, if you need prayer, call in tonight. The number is 888 995 5552. That's 888 995 5552. If you have a need, a prayer request you want to bring before the Lord, a Bible question, a question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, you call in tonight. Number is 888-995-5552. You know, I feel like there's somebody out there right now who's just wondering if they should or they shouldn't call. And the Lord is just telling you right now, pick up the phone. I think you have a question or something you want to ask about Christianity. You know, what's keeping you from the Lord? Is there somebody out there tonight who hasn't given your life? You've never given your life to Christ you haven't become a Christian yet, you're not a follower of Christ, and there's something holding you back, and you need an answer, I hope you'll call in tonight. And I just feel there's somebody out there tonight who's just right there at the at the edge, who, who wants to give their life to Christ, but there's something holding you back. So if that's you, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for you to call in and ask your question. Ask your question. Let's talk about what's keeping you back from Christ. What's keeping you back from giving your life to Christ? Numbers eight 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 888-995-5552. Uh, let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Diane. Hi, Diane. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we pray for you Hi. tonight? Okay.
2: Hi. Hi. God bless you.
1: Uh, prayer request. Um, Diane would you do me a favor and please turn down your radio there's okay. a there's a 10 second delay and it's very difficult for it's confusing uh hearing the delay in the background so please turn off your radio or turn it down so oh, we okay. can't hear it and then okay. we'll and then we'll pray for your prayer request
2: okay um been getting headaches on and off and gum disease to be canceled mm-hmm um that's all prayer request okay
1: thank you Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for, for being able to come before you tonight and make our request known unto you, Lord. Diana's been having headaches, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would relieve her from these headaches, that whatever is causing these headaches, Lord, whether it be a physical problem, whether it be something, Lord, a tension problem, high blood pressure, whatever is going on in her life, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would be the great physician, the doctor who takes care of all of our problems, all of our situations, all of our sickness and all of our disease, I pray, Lord, that you would relieve Diane from these headaches, Father, that she would enjoy a pain-free day tomorrow, Lord, Lord, that you would give her peace through tonight, that you would give her, Lord, peaceful sleep tonight, Lord, that there would not be, be any pain, and that tomorrow, Lord, would be a day, Lord, free of any type of headache, Lord, I pray, Lord, that she would get what she needs, what she desires from you, Lord, that you would be her healer, her provider. I thank you, Father, and I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: God bless you, Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye.
1: Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. How can we pray for you tonight?
3: Hey, Sammy. How are you doing
1: tonight? Doing okay. Doing better. So, okay,
3: how's Safka, how Cini, how's everybody? They're
1: doing okay, thank God. They're doing okay.
3: Thank God, Okay, well, I got a couple questions, and then I got like maybe two prayer requests
1: Okay, what's your question?
3: Okay, my question is okay. Like you know, you know, like when you want someone in life, and then like you know, like you can't you can't get it. Why mm-hmm. is that? Like, you know what I mean?
1: Hmm. Well, you know, God has a will for your life, Jeremiah. And he knows what's the best to do for you in your life. And sometimes the things we want are not according to God's will. God knows that that thing that we want might hurt us or might uh, uh, take us further away from God. Uh, Or maybe it's something, you know, I know somebody who prayed for a Rolls Royce, you know, and uh, got the Rolls Royce and hated it because it was a money pit. And it was like five thousand dollars for a, 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 to, to do to repair the brakes, and it was like a thousand dollars to change the oil. And, he, well, and that's a lot of money, you know. And it was the worst thing that that, that happened. That could, and he had to sell it because he yeah. he couldn't afford to keep it. So that's a, that's an extreme example, but there are a lot of things in in our life that sometimes we want that God knows is not the best thing for us. You know, and uh you know, he in his divine sovereign will, he determines, you know, that uh you know when we pray, I guess I'll tell you this. When we pray, Jeremiah, there are three answers that God can give. It's yes, no or wait. And sometimes we have to just live with that no. You know, and if he says that the that 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 thing isn't the best thing for us to have in our life, then we bow our knee and we pray and we say, Lord, thy will be done. Even Jesus prayed. Yeah, you got to say that. You let know, your will be yes, done. Yes, let, let, let your, your will be done as it is. God is the boss. Uh, yep, he's the boss. He's sovereign. So, you know, if, that's, uh, if, if the answer is no, then we have to know that, that God has our best interest at heart, and there's a reason for that. You know, I thank God for every yes, I thank God for every wait, and I thank God for every No. Because he, there you is... go.
3: Because God knows if it's going, yeah. Because God knows, you know, mm-hmm. if it's going to work out, right. or not. You know what I mean? Yep.
1: You know and that that thing that we might get might might ruin our life. You never know. So what else can what else can we talk about or pray about tonight, Jeremiah?
3: Okay. Then another question. Uh, on the hat. Okay. Okay. Like. Okay. Well, like you know, I've been like. You know, I've been, I've been praying to God a lot, and, you know, I do pray, and, uh-huh. you know, what I mean? I've mean, i been praying, and, and I've been asking him for something in my life, you know what I mean? Like, the will right. tell the truth, you know, to send me somebody in life, and, like, sure. I never got my answer yet, you know what I mean? I'm being honest. Well,
1: you're young, Jemaya. There's still time, you know, so. I know,
3: but, I've been, I know, but I, you know.
1: It's you got to be patient. I, you got to be I, patient I and, and let donors. the Lord. you got to be patient and let the Lord have his way. Don't get anxious. Oh, yeah, you know? I'm
3: patient. I do.
1: So. Okay. Okay. Well. Hopefully. Well, you could
3: pray for me for like God to send me somebody in my yes. life and pray for Nancy. She got out of the hospital. We don't know how she's doing because we hasn't got in contact with her. But hopefully, she's doing okay.
1: Amen. Well, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Jeremiah. I thank you, Lord, for his continued faith and devotion to you, Lord, and willingness to say, "Thy will be done, Lord," and uh, on earth as it is in in heaven. Lord, and I pray for your perfect will to be accomplished in Jeremiah's life, Lord, and Lord, when it's your time and it's your purpose, you've got the perfect person picked out for him, Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you would send him a, a helpmate, Lord, that somebody would somebody to walk beside him, somebody to 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 be with him on this journey, Lord, as he walks through this life. So I pray, Lord, that his, his life would continue to be blessed by you, Lord, and that you would fill him, Lord, with the power of your spirit, with wisdom, with guidance, Lord, with patience. And, Lord, that he would continue to bow the knee and say, your will be done, Lord, in his life. Lord, I pray for Nancy, Lord, that you would continue to heal her, that, Father, that your, your total blessing would be upon her and Lonnie, Lord. I just pray for healing in her life, Lord, that you would that your perfect will would be accomplished for her, Lord, and that there would be a testimony, Lord. A testimony of, of grace and mercy, strength and power and healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Like, and then one more prayer, prayer
3: pastor, sure. pastor Sam. Sure. Yes. Uh, yes, I want to ask you something. Uh, could you pray for Pastor Ronnie? Because I really want Ronnie to come back and open up a church, if
1: it's mm. if it's
3: God's will. I mean, I don't know what God wants. Oh, you know, Father, we pray for we,
1: could... we pray for Ronnie, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that Your will would be done in His life, Lord. I just pray that You would fill Him with the power of Your Spirit, Lord, and that You would use Him for Your purpose and for Your plan, Lord, and that all things would be done to glorify the name of Christ in Your perfect will, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Yeah, God bless you, Jim.
3: for Ronnie, like if it's God's will for him to open up a church.
1: Well, God bless you, Jeremiah. Thank you for calling God in tonight.
3: God you, Sammy. Thank you very much. Happy Lord's Day, brother. Happy
1: Lord's Day. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Tony. Hi, Tony. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight?
3: Hi, Sam. Uh, I'm calling for prayer uh, for the Lord to bless my family uh, financially. I think if I can't be more, I'm to trust in him more. And I guess uh, prayer from my two coworkers because uh, we had our ups and downs because the enemy of Mando he came in from the NBC Universal and Mario Lopez is extra and the guys reached by day they didn't believe uh, that we were supposed to help the show and grow the show to get more points
2: so now the ratings
3: is going down so I guess I'm leaving it in the Lord's hands that if they want me and my two coworkers to come back to help the show. Uh, I want to lift it up before Him to Amen. see what's in our lives. Oh,
1: well, Father, I pray for Tony, Lord. I pray for him and his family, Lord, for their financial uh, needs, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that You would bless them abundantly, Lord. That Father, as they as they prosper spiritually, yes. Lord, as they prosper in their soul, Lord, that they would prosper, Lord, in every way, in yes. in their health, in their finances. Lord, I pray for prosperity in their life, Father, spiritually, physically, and financially. Lord, I pray for these co-workers of Tony's, Lord, that you would speak to them and that you would bless them, Lord, and that they would feel the abundance of God, Lord, and that they would know who you are. If they're not saved, Lord, I pray for salvation, Lord, that they would receive Christ, Lord, and that they would be blessed. So I just pray, Lord, in every respect, Lord, for Tony, his family, and his co-workers, for your will to be done, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you,
1: Sam, and God, God bless you. God bless you, Tony. And if you'd like to call in tonight for prayer, if you'd like to call in tonight for a, a prayer request or for a Bible question or, you know, we haven't heard your testimony. You know, if you have a testimony, something that God has done uh, in your life this week or this month, some way the Lord has blessed you and you just want to just glorify God, we'd love to hear your testimony. The number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. that's 888-995-5552 for the live, on-the-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight with your prayer request, call in tonight with your Bible question, questions about Christianity, the Bible, uh, uh, any topic you want to bring up about uh, Christianity, uh, we'd love to hear from you. The number is 888 995 fifty five fifty two that's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two you know uh, last week we talked a little bit about the message that I had about uh, about scripture and uh, what it you know how important is the Bible to you how important is the Bible to your Christian walk you know well, as Christians you know we all agree or we should all agree. And this is a a, a necessity for Christians, that we believe that the Bible is, how can I say that, it's our all-sufficient authority for the Christian life. You know, we, we, we agree that the Bible is directly from God. This is the Word of God. This is God's message to the world. This is what he says uh, and as Christians, we should all agree that the Bible is our all-sufficient authority. The Bible is our authority for the Christian life. You know, uh, we're told in the Bible that this is his word. You know, Second Timothy says, All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped, for every good work, you know, and the, the 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 main word here is inspired. All Scripture is inspired. It means God breathed. It's the Greek word theopnai, uh, nai I'm sorry, theopnayoustos. I think I'm saying. I thought I, I I'm probably butchering that word, but it's 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 a it's a, it's a, a Greek word. You know, Theo is God. Theo is is God. And uh uh or however that's pronounced, it means from the mouth of God or, or out of God's mouth, or God breathed. Literally, it means God breathed, God gave by inspiration he breathed out of out of his out of his mouth he he breathed this word he he inspired this word into these men who who wrote the bible he gave them his word he told them what to write down he spoke to them he he gave them this word the, these books of the bible from genesis to revelation this is all from the mouth of god this is his word so we should believe, we should honor, we should uh, 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 just realize that this is to be taken serious. This Bible, this word is our all-sufficient authority for the Christian life. It's God's instructions to his people. You know, uh, Peter, Second Peter says, But know this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. Men were moved. These men who wrote the Bible were moved by God to write these words so that we could have instruction from God for the Christian life. The Bible is God's word for living the Christian life given directly by him. And why is it so important? You know, uh, John in Revelation tells us how important this book is. He talks about the book of Revelation specifically, but it's a good rule of thumb that, that we should apply this scripture for the entire book of the Bible. It says, I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone... Adds to them God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book and if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city which are written in this book so God is saying don't add or subtract from the Bible he's talking specifically about the book of Revelation but as I said it's a good it's a good it's a good rule to add to include all the Bible in this, in this, in this, in this, in this verse, don't add, don't subtract. Uh, it's just that's it. Serious, you know. We need to take the Bible serious. You know, don't mess around with Scripture. Don't mess. You know, I was I was saying uh, last week that as followers of Christ, we need to take the Bible for what it says. Don't mess with Scripture. Don't add. Don't subtract. Take the Bible. Take the Word of God for what it says. You know, my thoughts are my thoughts, your thoughts are your thoughts, Uh, my ideas, your ideas, my opinion, your opinion, none of it matters. What does matter is does our opinion, does our thoughts, does our, our ideas, does it line up with the word of God? Do what we think, does what we think line up with the Word of God? Is what we say line up with the Word of God? Is what I'm preaching on the radio line up with the Word of God? Is what your pastor preaching from the pulpit? Does it line up with the Word of God? If it does, then listen. Take it serious. Take it to heart. If it doesn't, then throw it out. If, If if what I'm saying doesn't line up with God's word, then don't listen to it. Throw it out. It's not to be taken serious because God's word is to be taken serious. What if, you know, what if I don't agree with the Bible? What if I don't agree with the word of God? What if I don't agree with what the Bible says? And many people don't agree with what the Bible says. You know, well, then their argument is with God. It's not with me. It's not with you. The argument, if you don't agree with the Bible, your argument is with the one who wrote it. And who do you think is going to win that argument? You know, uh... You know, some, some of the cults have found it very hard to agree with the Bible. You know, and they've changed the Bible to suit their own belief system. You know, I talked about last week how the Jehovah Witnesses have changed uh, uh, certain, they, they've added certain words to the Bible to change the meaning of the word. You know, in John 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. But they've added the word a and they said, not, not only was, it says, "In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the word was a God." You know they, they changed the meaning of the, the Bible. They've taken the Bible and translated it so that they can uh, make the word, change the Word of God to, to line up with their doctrine, with their belief that Jesus is not God, he is a God, because he was created. But Jesus was never created. Jesus is, not, Jesus is the eternal God. He claims to be the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He has no beginning. He has no end. You know, in in in, in, in Colossians, it says that uh, uh, Jesus was before all things and all things were created through him. You know, but in, in the New World Translation in Jehovah Witnesses, they say that uh, all other things, You know, that Jesus created all other things. That makes Jesus a created being. Well, Jesus is not a created being. Jesus is God. Jesus was never created. You know, they did this because they believed that Jesus is a created being. He's not eternal. That Jesus had a beginning. Well, Jesus didn't have a beginning. The Bible doesn't say that. Their Bible says it because they changed the Bible. They messed around with Scripture. You know, they believed that God created Jesus and then Jesus created all other things. So they've messed around with scripture, and there's a you know there's a warning against changing God's word. You know these are just two examples of Je- of Jehovah Witnesses, the Watchtower, uh, changing scripture to suit their own beliefs. You know the Mormons do the same thing with their belief system. You know the Mormons do the same thing. They 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 say that uh, they believe in scripture, but uh, in order uh, they believe in the authority of scripture but uh, in in so much as it is properly interpreted. So they believe in the Bible as long as you interpret it properly, but you need the Book of Mormon to properly interpret the Bible. (coughs) Excuse me. So what's my point? The point is don't mess with Scripture. Whatever the Word says is true is true, and we have to go by that. We have to go by what the Word says. Too many preachers, too many teachers, pastors, and are trying to change God's word to suit the congregation. You can't change God's word to make the congregation feel better or to suit your congregation. Don't preach on this, don't preach on that because you might offend somebody. Well, the Bible is an offense. The Bible is an offense because it talks against sin. It offends because it goes against sinful nature. You know, but sin is sin, and we must call sin. Call it what it is. When we start watering down the word, we go against the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one, the very one who reveals the true word of God. You know, First Corinthians says, for, for to us God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. The Holy Spirit reveals the depths of God to us, to you, to me. You know, and and Jesus set the standard in the word, you know, about salvation. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There's no other way. You know, there was a, a, a well-known preacher <coughs> who was asked on Larry King, excuse me. <coughs> there was a well-known preacher who was asked on Larry King, you know, is Jesus the only way to God? And he watered down, you know, his answer was watered down. You know, he had the perfect opportunity to give a, a a one minute, two minute, five minute sermon on on salvation. But he said, "You know, Larry, I'm not I'm not going to be the judge of that. I can't be the judge of that. God's going to be the judge of that." You know, well, Jesus said, "I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me." You know, did he leave the door open that to think that there's many ways? Yes, he did. You know, as a servant of God, he should not have watered down the Word. He, he messed around with Scripture, and he shouldn't have done that. You know, Jesus said the only way to the kingdom of God is to be born again. You know, don't give your own opinion. He didn't have to give his own opinion. He could have given Scripture. You know, uh, in John seventeen three, 3, it says, This is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. You know salvation is all about knowing loving and serving Jesus Christ you know that's all you had to say you know you were given such a great opportunity and you messed around with scripture you watered it down don't water down scripture you know salvation like I said it's not to be watered down you can't you know it's too it's too serious of a subject to water it down to make people think that they're secure when they're not. There are too many people walking around today thinking they're saved because they got baptized or they're saved because they go to church or they're saved because... No, they're not. you're not saved because you got, you did anything. You're saved because of Jesus Christ, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. You're saved when Jesus comes into your life and you're born again. When, you're, when your life has changed, when your life is totally changed and transformed through the renewing work of Jesus Christ, that's when you're saved. You're not saved because you did something. You're saved because Christ did something. He gave himself on Calvary. He shed his blood for you to forgive your sins. You know, it's all about, salvation is all about having a living, growing relationship with an eternal loving God who gave himself to pay for the sins of the world. That we, you know, it was a a price we could never have paid ourselves. There's nothing you can do To be good enough. There's nothing you can do to earn your salvation. It's all about Jesus. And it's about you giving your life to Christ. He gave his life for you. And he he asks nothing less from you in return. I was saying there's somebody tonight who wants to give their life to Christ. And I encourage you to call in tonight. Call in tonight. You know, get your, answer, get your question answered. You know, open up your heart and give your life to Jesus Christ. I pray that you would give us that opportunity to pray with you the sinner's prayer because it's just that important. Jesus gave himself for you. He's asking you to give your life to him now and tonight. Because, you know, it says in, in, in 2 Corinthians, when you do that, you're a new creation. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He's a new creature. The old things have passed away. And behold, new things have come. You know, are you tired of living your life the way you've been living it? Are you tired of of, of the shame and the sin and the guilt? Are you tired of living for yourself? You know, Christ came and lived for you and died for you. And he's asking you, He's giving you the opportunity to spend eternity with him, to be a new creation, to live a new way. The Bible tells us, the Word of God tells us, it's God's promise that if you come to him, he'll make you a new creation. He'll give you a new life. Not, not an easier life. Don't think that when you give your life to Christ, it's easy. No, Christianity, living for Christ is hard, but it's worth it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of obstacles, a lot of barriers, a lot of things that come up when you're a Christian. But you know, First Corinthians 10 says that He'll give you the way of escape <clears throat> through every trial, through every temptation. He'll give you the way of escape. He'll make a way. That's Scripture. And believe me, you don't want to change it. You can't change Scripture and still be a true believer. You know, these people that have have changed scripture to suit their own purposes. These preachers that have watered down the word for their own uh, self-interest. You know, how can you really be a true believer and and, and think it's okay to change the Bible? You know, and and, and people do it every day. You know, you can say, well, where do we do that, Sammy? Where do we change scripture? Well, we don't change it. (coughs) This pastor didn't change it. That he watered it down we say things like well uh, god knows we're not perfect god knows i'm not perfect he knows i'll never be perfect yeah well he knows you're not perfect that's why he gave himself you know so that you could be perfect he wants you even though you're not perfect today even though you might not be perfect tomorrow he wants you to want to be to strive to try to attempt to live your life and to be perfect, he wants you to aim at that higher standard he wants you to go for it, you know righteousness, holiness, seeking him daily on a daily basis to change your life. you might not be perfect, you know we might not ever achieve perfection this side of uh, 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 of glory, but it, it's something he wants us to desire to strive for to work towards. You know you can get better and better at something even though you're not you might not do it perfectly you know and golfers know this you know you'll never be perfect, but that doesn't stop anybody from practicing that doesn't stop anybody from getting out on the golf course and trying to 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 conquer this 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 crazy game you know I'm not a golfer, but I know guys who who are uh, golfers and they go out there and they're trying their best they're always trying to achieve to be better. You know, a a doctor uh, doesn't uh, uh, doctor perfectly. They practice medicine. Lawyers practice law because they want to get better at it. They're never perfect, but they get better and better and better at it. And you don't want a doctor, you know, you don't look for a doctor who's, who's been a doctor for a year. You want that doctor who's been there for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, who's been practicing medicine, who's got the experience. And as a Christian you want to put in that time and trying to be better and better and better in this life. God wants you to to aim to aim high for righteousness, holiness, to follow him in every way according to his word. So don't water it down and say, "Well, I'm not perfect. God knows I'm not perfect." Another way we water down scripture is well, "Well, God knows my heart." Or how about this? "You know I'm covered by the grace, I'm covered by God's grace." Well, well, yeah, that's all true, but don't use that as an excuse to sin. God doesn't want you to use his word as an excuse to sin. Yeah, we're covered by the grace of God. Yeah, God knows your heart, but that, that might be one of the problems. God knows your heart. Where is your heart? You know, how about this? 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11 says, Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminates, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers. None of these will inherit the kingdom of God. That's scripture, and we can't change it. You know, that's scripture. That is the word of God. He says, if you're a practicing fornicator, idolater, adulterer, effeminate, homosexual, thief, covetous you know all of these things you know you're not going to inherit the kingdom of god this is his word and we can't change it christians can't practice what the bible calls sin and still expect to go to heaven and the key word is practice yeah we all fall into sin we all uh uh, uh, fall where we're not well sometimes we we fall into things that we're not supposed to be involved in But you can't practice those things and still expect to be a Christian. You know, Paul goes on to to say, such were some of you. You know, he's saying you were fornicators, you were idolaters, you were adulterers, effeminates, homosexuals, thieves, covetous, drunkards. You were all of these things, but you were washed, you were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of our God. You were. You were this in past tense. You're not these anymore. Christians do not do these things, do not practice these things, are not involved in these things anymore because they've been washed. They've been sanctified. We've been justified. Paul says, We were like this, but now we, they are washed. We are new creations created anew in the likeness of Jesus Christ. You can't have both. It's either one or the other. You know, you're either 1 Corinthians uh, 6 9 or you're 1 Corinthians 6.11. You can't have it both ways. Either you're in Christ, a new creation, living for him, or you're in the world living a sinful life for self. And you don't want to be living a sinful life for yourself. You can't be... A drunk and a Christian you can't be an adulterer and a Christian you you know and I can keep going down the list there you know all these things you know you can't be both you know you can be a a Christian who once was a drunk you can be a Christian who once was an adulterer you can be a Christian who once was a liar you can be a Christian who once was a thief but he says you know you're not this you're not like that anymore You don't do those things anymore because that's our hope. There's hope. It's never too late. There's always repentance. And in repentance, there's the power to change. There's a power to change your mind about these things. You know, you don't change scripture. You let scripture change you. You don't change the word of God. You allow the word of God to change you. The power of God is available to cleanse, to wash away the old sinful self, the old sinful life. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Romans 6, 1-3 says, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? Romans eight one. Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ will set, has set you free from the law of sin and death. <clears throat> yes, this is Scripture. This is the Word of God. This is what God says. This is His Word. You know, as true believers, as true followers of Jesus Christ, We don't change the Word of God. We allow the Word of God to change us. That's your life. That's our life. That's our life in Christ. The true evidence of really being born again, we were talking about this last night, you know, the true evidence of being born again, of really being a Christian, is a changed life. Have you allowed God to change your life? Is there change in your life? And I don't mean do you go to church. I don't mean do you read your Bible. I don't mean do you pray. These are all things that we as Christians should be doing, need to be doing. We need to be spending that time in the Word. We need to be spending spending time in prayer. We need to be spending time in church. These are all things we should be doing. But these are not things that save us. This is not how this that's not salvation. Going to church is not being saved. Reading the Bible, you know, there are many atheists that can quote scripture better than me and you. They know the word of God inside out, but they're not saved because they don't believe. They don't trust. They've never given this. They're not born again. If you're an atheist, you're not born again. You don't believe in God. You believe that God, you don't really believe that God exists. You know, I don't believe that about atheists either. You know, I I I I believe that there's a that 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 they're they're angry at God, they're mad at God. But how can you be mad at somebody who doesn't exist? You know, most atheists have a problem, a reason why they don't believe in God. And it's not because uh, the Bible tells no. They know the word of God better than me and you maybe, but that doesn't make them saved. So reading the Bible, you know, while That's great. It's great that you read the Word. But what really changes your life is being born again. When you allow the Word of God to change you, when you allow the Word of God to penetrate into your heart, and you start believing, you start believing what the Scripture says, and you ask God to change you, and He comes into your life, and you are born again. That's what being saved is all about. Really, truly having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Being able to call upon his name. Being able to give yourself to him. Open yourself up to him. You know, uh, open every room in your heart to him. Don't leave any door closed. Don't say, well, Lord, I'll give you this part of my life and I'll give you that part of my life, but this other part... You need to stay out of there. You know, I can't let you in there. No, you need to give every part of your life to God. That's called total surrender. You know, we, we, when we totally surrender our life to Jesus Christ, that's when we will truly, truly, truly be saved. And I'm asking you, have you given your life to Christ? Have you truly given your life to Christ? Have you surrendered totally and completely to him? Well, I encourage you, if you haven't, I hope you'll do it right now. And just say, Jesus, I believe that you're the Messiah. I believe that you're the Son of God and that you you came to this earth and lived a perfect life and gave yourself on the cross and shed your blood to forgive my sins. Lord, I repent from my sins and I ask you to forgive me. Cleanse me and wash me from all unrighteousness. Come into my heart and live in my heart. I give myself to you tonight, Lord. And I ask, Lord, to have that born-again experience. Make me born again and bring me into your family. Give me eternal life. I thank you for forgiving my sins. And I want to walk with you for the rest of my life, Lord. I give my life to you in Jesus' name. Well, I hope you prayed that prayer sincerely. I hope you've given your life to Christ. Let us know. Let us hear from you. You can reach us at P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. You can send in your, your a letter and just let us know that you listened to this program and that you gave your life to Christ. You can call us next week and tell us you know, that you've given your life to Christ. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Ricky, Fernando, Laura, Samantha, Eddie, just please keep holding. I'll, I'll, be in, I'll be here and I'll take all your calls. We'll talk but uh, give me some time. We'll get to your calls after, the, after we sign off. And as you can hear from that music in the background, it is time for us to go. So thank you for, for, for listening. Thank you for being part of the program. Like I said, Ricky, Fernando, Laura, Samantha, Eddie, uh, I'll get to your calls as soon as I sign off. We'll take your calls one by one, so be patient. Uh, Well, we'll be back here next Saturday night. I hope you'll join us again for the Gypsy Christian Hour. And we'll be out in Arcadia Friday night. I hope you'll join us then. So until then, uh, God bless you and good night.